welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Things I Wish I Said podcast. I just recently tried out another intro. I've gone back and forth with these two intros. This was totally an accident. I did not mean to put this one in, but I kind of was vibing with it. So I was like, let me see if it's if it works out. People in the past have said it sounds like Christmas music, but I don't know. I really feel like it's a vibe. So I'm going to see how it turns out and let me know. Let me know what you think. But yeah, hi guys. I'm pretty sure I already said this, but welcome. Or welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is going to be something a little different. Um, not very different because I've done like reviews before or just like talked about different shows before. Um, the last time I did that was talking about, uh, what show is it? I don't know, Love is Blind, I think. But I wanted to talk about Colleen Hoover. I, I don't even know if that's, like, I, I'm pretty sure that's her name. Um, yeah, I've been seeing her, like, trending a lot on social media and just people reading all of her books and talking about it all on Instagram, TikTok. Um, so I like, started reading one of her books a few months ago. I don't really love, I find it really difficult to read. Um, but I love reading, but I do find it challenging to stick with it and schedule time out of my day to sit and read. So I like to do audiobooks. Um, I use Audible. And at this moment, um, I am not sponsored, but I really felt like I was about to start talking like I was sponsored, but I'm not. Um, one day I will be though. That's an active manifestation. But I use Audible um, because it, I can read it or listen to it at night when I'm like getting ready for bed, sometimes in the morning while I'm getting ready for work. Um, and that way I could still keep like actively doing things in my day um, while still being able to like listen to the book. So I definitely suggest Audible if you are not someone who um, can really sit down and take time to read. But I got It Ends With Us and it took me a while to finish it, but I enjoyed every second of it. And I'm not like, I don't know many of her other books, but right now I just recently bought Verity, I think. Um, I don't know what to expect because it ends with us. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know much about her and her style, but I really liked this book. Um, I definitely cried a couple times. So I like looked up some questions as if we were in a book club. Um, this is giving very much book club vibes. So if you're not someone who's ever read this book, you probably won't know what's being talked about or I don't want to spoil anything. So I never want to push someone away from listening to an episode, but if you haven't read it and you do plan to, um, and you don't like spoilers, then go ahead and listen to another video or episode. But if you don't mind spoilers and, or you've already read it, then definitely, um, stick around. So first things first, like I said, this book is going to be, I'm going to be talking about it ends with us. And so... I'll give you a little like summary of what I'm reading. I'm reading this online because if you were to ask me to read a, make a summary, I would not know how to answer that even though I remember the book and I know the book, I know the names, but that's like a lot of pressure. So let's go. So this book tells the story of Lily, a girl who spends her childhood watching her father abuse her mother. Um, I should have probably said trigger warning, um, but yes, this is definitely a very tough book to read. Um, it talks about abuse, um, assaults and just like lots of trauma 
Um, so she watched her, her father pretty much abuse her mom um, only for her to end up in a similar situation as an adult. And so that was a big, like a very big surprise for me in the book. I didn't expect that to happen. Um, I didn't expect that like this big secret was that he was going to be abusive like her father um, because we all fell in love with Ryle. Um, we all fell in love with this character and their connection and their spark just for it to just be like, whoa, um, which is very real. So lots of stuff, lots of um, things to process in this book, but it was extremely good. Um, so I don't know if that's in like the summary itself when you pick up the book. So I don't know if that's a spoiler. Um, but basically, if that's all you need to hear and then you just go read the book, I definitely suggest reading it and then coming back and just kind of listening to my thoughts. And maybe you may agree, maybe you won't. Um, so let's, yeah, let's get into it. So, <laughs> okay. What did you think of Lily's letters to Ellen DeGeneres? Was this an effective literary device to tell Lily and Atlas's story? I thought it was so freaking random. I was like, why is Ellen DeGeneres like so heavily talked about in this book? I thought it was so random. But it did the job. I think it was an effective way to tell Lily and Atlas's story. But I don't think it was necessary. I don't think that Ellen needed to be a part of the picture. I think that it could have been a normal journal that she just wrote in and it would have been able to tell her story. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't really think that she was necessary, but it worked. I wasn't mad at it. I just was curious. What were your thoughts about Ryle? Why do you think Colleen Hoover made the choice to make him so likable? Wow, okay. I have something to say on this one. Like I said, this was the biggest surprise for me. I think that Colleen Hoover made him so likable in the beginning because this is literally how life works. Like we fall for people who, um, you know, they do love bombing. Like they give us all this love, attention, affection, and like there's passion and they make you feel so, so, so good. Um, and you just did like the perfect person that you wanted to show everyone. And then it flips that quickly and you're in shock and you had no clue that this person was capable of doing these things. So that's why she made him likable for all of us to basically feel the emotions that Lily felt. And she did a great job at doing that because I was shook, I was shocked, I felt pain, I was hurt at the idea of being like, oh my God, I really liked him. I really liked him. Well, that's not necessarily true. From, I liked him, I thought it was a hot romance but I have my thoughts that maybe another question will answer. But yeah, I think she made him likable because this is exactly what Lily went through um, and other survivors of abuse go through. Ryle suffered a traumatic accident when he was a child. Does this event excuse his behavior? Did this make you empathize with him? No. This is coming from a therapist, someone who um, is going to eventually work with someone who um, might be an abuser rather than like the victim. And so I think, so let me, there's two parts to it. So no, this does not excuse his behavior. Nothing excuses anyone's behavior. You are held accountable 
for your actions at a certain point in your life. Um, I did empathize with him to a certain extent, but like I said, it's not something that I felt sorry for him. In my point of view, with all that information and all that trauma, was he doing anything actively to work on himself? No. He was excusing his own behavior and he wasn't doing anything in that moment to change or to get better. And as you know, in the book, if you read it, it mentioned that like, if someone loves you enough, they should love you enough to walk away because they know that they're hurting you. So that is why it doesn't excuse his behavior. If he was so sad about what happened and that's the whole reason why he does what he does, um, you know, then he should have walked away or have, you know, done the work to get better, but he wasn't doing that. Oh my God. Whoa. Whoa. Oh my God. My heart. Oh, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I like recently moved out and my neighbors upstairs are like ridiculous, but they just dropped something. And I think I like, I'm like actually shaking from how like much that scared me, but okay. So he wasn't doing the work. He wasn't seeing a therapist. He wasn't taking time away from Lily. He wasn't doing anything to work on himself. So like I can empathize with you for a few minutes, but you're not doing the work. So that's only going to go so far. Um, This other question says, there's no such thing as bad people. We're all just people who sometimes do bad things. Do you agree? I mean... Yeah, I think that I think that people do things that aren't good. But like really, what's the difference? Like what is the difference? If someone does something that's bad, what's done is done. The situation is situation. So it's like maybe don't label them as a bad person. But that's not the point. Like it doesn't matter. I so hopefully this makes sense. But my thing is, is like what you, you, what's done is done. You did what you did. So it's kind of like that's going to follow you. So maybe it doesn't mean you're a bad person, but you did something bad and you're going to suffer the consequence for that. So that question is a little hard for me. I don't necessarily disagree or agree. I think that like, again, coming from like my mental health side, I think that people experience trauma and it, it sets them up to do things that are not good. Um, were they born this way? No, maybe not. Um, but again, people, you act on your, you know, what you want to act on, and you know that just is what it is. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That one's a little. I don't really know how I feel about that one. But this question. Lily grew up watching her father abuse her mother. How do you think this influenced her future relationships? I think that this is a hard question to answer as well because from what it seemed like, it didn't go into detail about Lily and her other relationships. Um, um, okay. Nope, that's not true. So I think that it influenced her relationships because one she witnessed her mother get abused and stay. And so, um, let me, let me gather my thoughts on this one. 
it's hard for me to say how, I mean, no matter what influence their relationships, that is just the facts of trauma. When you witness family go through domestic violence, um, you are more likely to witness it or experience that yourself. Um, but she just made it very clear throughout the book that like she would never, ever, ever be in a situation. Um, and she like did not excuse her dad's behaviors. And she always had like, um, you know, like negative feelings towards him. And she thought her mom was weak. And it didn't really go into details about her relationships after like high school. So it's hard to say how it actually impacted her. I don't think that she went towards Ryle because of her her relationship with her, um, you know, watching her family and her parents uh, go through that. Uh, I think if, if he would have been giving off the signs right away, um, maybe she would have been more hesitant. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I think that's really hard to say. Um, because maybe as someone who's aware of like narcissistic behaviors, it might've been like very obvious that like this person was like, um, like kind of showing red flags of like really just being like inconsistent and things like that. Um, and like playing with her emotions and stuff. But I, I really don't know specifically how it impacted her, um, because she walked away. And as much as she stayed briefly in that dynamic, I think that she acknowledged it, processed it, and she ultimately made the right decision for her and her family. So it impacted her briefly. Don't know about her past relationships. Um, but fortunately, she was someone who was able to get away and someone who was able to not let her parents pass. Her parents pass, like, completely ruin hers. Um, because we're all we're all vulnerable to finding ourselves in a in a um, an abusive relationship, and it's super unfortunate. Uh, but because of her past, she actually was able to walk away um, after talking to her mom and getting that experience and all that stuff. So it's just super complicated and it's super in, in depth and deep and real. And so many emotions came from that. Like when she walked away, I just was like, she ended that you know, that intergenerational trauma. Okay. Um, there was like a question about if I judged Lily's decisions at any point in the book. And from my memory, I don't think I did because I really feel like she did what she could from what she knew in that in that time period. I mean, I think like the whole like getting married that quickly, those things were a little bit like, eh, but I didn't judge her at any moment in the book. Um, but that could be different. That could be different if I didn't know the ending. Nope, I didn't judge her. I didn't. I think that she handled herself pretty well. I wish she would have opened up sooner and told, you know, her mom, but that's what happens when you experience trauma or you're in an abusive situation. I can't judge her with all the information that I know about like domestic violence and how that impacts like your fight or flight and your freeze responses and like feeling like genuinely like you cannot open up about this. Um, so yeah, no, I couldn't sit there and really judge. I just had opinions and I had things that I wish I could have said, um, and things like that. 
but talking about um, Atlas, there's not many questions on Atlas, which like <laughs> Atlas, that was that that love story was definitely. I was waiting for it. I was really hoping that her and Atlas ended up together. But I'm just so happy that she didn't go straight running to Atlas as soon as her and Ryle broke up. I think that that's why I have so much, like, oh, my God, sorry. These people are stressing me out. Okay. That's why I like, she showed so much strength because she didn't just go running towards Atlas as soon as she had her baby and as soon as she ended things with Ryle. She kind of moved on with her life and then she ran into him. And they had their happy ever after, from what I'm pretty sure. So she really handled herself as well as she could. I really feel like from what she knew and what she had access to, especially... Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's just like a lot happening around me currently. Um, I think that like, especially not having a lot of support, like friendships and like her best friend was her husband's father. I'm sorry. Oh my God. What the fuck is happening? No, like it sounds like, I, hold on. I don't even know what I just said. Something about a father and a, her husband's father like that. I don't, I, okay. Her husband's sister. Um, okay, I had to like stop and like look at my my like security camera because I had no clue what was going on and that scared me. But anyways, for her not having support with like, you know, like friend, lots of friendships and stuff, like she handles herself as well as she could. How was she going to tell anyone like her best friend um, when her, like I said, her husband sister was her best friend um and her mom went through these things already and it was just, this was just a lot this book was really a lot um but it was good it was a really good book um so now I'm gonna like read some reviews really quick when the when was the last time a book just completely slayed me cutting me so deep and invoking such strong emotions I feel like my heart has been filled and broken. In the end, I'm stunned by what I read. This book has many issues. The writing, which never fails to make me cringe. An unnecessary romance subplot. Annoying and underdeveloped characters. But I do appreciate its discussion on domestic abuse and the cycle of abuse. The red flags were definitely there from the get-go before the abuse ever happened. And that I definitely agree with. You guys, I really have no clue what's going on. <laughs> it sounds like I don't even, I'm done having this conversation about what's going on because it's messing with my, like, my flow. I agree that there were definitely red flags before it ever happened, like the love bombing. I already said this, like the inconsistency, him playing games, just like, I, there was just a lot of red flags. Um, but... Yeah, um, it's interesting because it's not like Lily's father 
ever really like I feel like he was consistently abusive like he wasn't like abusive and then like super loving and abusive super loving so that's why I'm not sure Lily would have been able to pick up on those red flags um but again I don't necessarily know if that's like what happened in the book but from what I remember that's the situation and that's kind of my perspective on it um there's like a couple bad reviews I didn't like it I was definitely interested and curious but I didn't care for the characters as much as I thought I would I liked the characters I mean I will definitely say why am I blanking on the name Lily and Lyle anyways the sister aka the best friend she was a little like that was she was kind of like mm. like I think she was a really great friend but like the way they made her I don't know it was a little I had my I can understand where she, it, she was a little bit underdeveloped um and it did feel a little someone said artificial I feel like her character was and things like that but she was still a great part I mean she was like the part of it that kind of brought light to the book um and, and light to the story because she was always in such a like positive like happy caring loving mood and things like that so or they would try to make her funny which even though like it wasn't really that funny um it was kind of necessary so that the book wasn't you know only only about abuse and super dark so I don't know I liked it um I'm gonna be reading another one very soon like literally after I finish this podcast I hope you guys enjoyed this little convo review I mean there's so much more I could talk about the book like how I cried as soon as like it said it ends with us with her and Atlas that had me in shambles um and what else like what are another other things that I really liked and I really I mean yeah like that she had her own like shop and then that um, her, I think the biggest thing that really hit me too was the conversation with her mother and how her mom was like, I never told you this, but like, I know exactly why you didn't speak at your dad's funeral, um, and things like that. That was so necessary. And also a reminder to like, talk to your loved ones. And like, I wish more adults and parents understood that it's important to have these honest and raw conversations with your children, because like they they can really make a difference and so have those hard conversations with people that you love because like I said it can really make a difference in your child's life or like anything like that um knowing how one another is actually feeling and things like that because Lily had Lily had some like animosity towards her mom um and if that conversation would have been held sooner maybe Lily would have been able to come sooner. And again, this isn't about blame. This is just about like people need to have these hard conversations. And that's why books like this are necessary. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed the book. If you haven't read it, even if you hear, heard all this info, I would definitely still give it a read. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye guys.